hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It, a D&D podcast with random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will be encountering one of 100 monsters that our DM has compiled for us. We never know what we'll face next. Also, we'll be leveling up, meaning our characters will get very powerful very fast. Along the way, our characters will actually be going on a continuous journey that links together the entire campaign. So tune into our show whether you're brand new to role-playing games, a D&D veteran, or if you just like to hear people have fun. This is episode six of Roll For It. So last week some crazy stuff happened and we kind of split the party. My friends went through a portal without me intentionally. Vela had said, we can't take you and we can't tell you why. And I had to trust her and now they're gone. So basically we're gonna start right there after your friends tied themselves to a rope which is tied to a big piece of iron in the room and disappeared through the void that is this portal. So what do you do? I sit there with my torch and my loot. I do a nice little song or two just to pass the time, you know, killing minutes. One is the loneliest (laughs) number that you ever knew. It's very well performed, but it's definitely melancholy. The door says, who goes there? Nobody. Nobody may enter. And the mouth Opens up all the way. You're so smart! <laughs> yeah, I fucking know it. I got those big rings. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Mumps. Okay, so you two, mm-hmm. could you introduce yourselves real quick to the audience? Sure. Hi, I'm Kellen. I'm an actor. I walk dogs. I like D&D a lot. I'm excited to be here. Okay, and who are you playing? I am playing Fema. She is a 15-year-old tiefling cleric. She is just like really happy all the time she really likes to help people but she's kind of bad at stuff basically is is the gist of it (laughs) she just kind of wants to go away from her home because her parents are just kind of mean and you sir hey uh i'm Eamon. i have uh, a long history playing D, like since like elementary school basically just reading through monster manuals and shit i'm playing uh malcolm mister who is a high elf rogue, and that's definitely his real name. And you two have been traveling together for a little while, Mm -hmm. and your travels have led you to this room where you're told you can find a portal which will take you to the middle world. Hell of a venue. Yeah, as you look around, you see twisted iron-shaped statues of these people in agonizing pain. Good aesthetics. There's also a halfling sitting in the middle of the floor, there are tears streaming down my face. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. Oh my Should god, I run over and back? I start I start complaining. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Wherever you are. She she pulls out a handkerchief and hands it to him. Mums takes the handkerchief and bats his eyes delicately. Tell Mums what he sees. <laughs> Alright, uh you see a bright bubblegum pink tiefling girl walk through the door. She has like magenta freckles, curly horns, and her hair is cut short because if it's long, it gets stuck in her horns and it gets really annoying. She has a frilly white top on with frilly bloomer pants and her tail has like a heart shape at the end and a bracelet wrapped around it. And she just seems really happy and spunky and like excited to be here. Mumps is kind of companion. 
<laughs> spunky and happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm is relatively average height for a high elf. Uh, they clearly have some really nice clothes on, but it's covered up by a super shitty cloak. Hood down, of course. You gotta see, gotta see the hair. Gotta see the the flowing golden locks. They're handsome, but in like that kind of uncanny valley kind of way, where it's like, I don't want to look at you too hard, but like. Just at a glance, you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. So like most elves, it. then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't question why these strange people are here. Well, I don't he know. He just what... likes the companionship. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um. And um, please don't hurt me. I wouldn't do that. You're already sad. Okay, so what happened was this. You know, my friends and I, we were just walking through town, and we came across a guy, and we asked him for directions, and he gave them to us. And then my friends wanted to steal from him, but I was like, no, we can. He's real nice. And then we came down here, and then we got through the, the stone door, and then we got to the statues, and the statues started moving, and they started killing Havilar, but it was okay. And now they went through the portal. They whoa, left whoa, 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 whoa. Me. You said portal? Yeah, it's, um, you can see it. It's over there. It's really big and scary. Oh. <laughs> That's. <laughs> so towards the center of the wall, iron shapes twist into this large oval. Void of all light, just a complete utter lightless portal to something else. Do you think that's what he was talking about? I mean, probably. How many portals could there be? Well, I don't know. There's a lot of magic stuff around here. You came looking for a portal? Why? Getting the fuck out. Of where? Here. here. What's wrong with here? I pick I up mean, a skull no, and no, I not... put it in his face. This is what's wrong with here. Well, no, I mean, not the cave. I mean, you know, I live near here. What's wrong with here in general? I mean, it gets old. There's just mean people here. You see the portal change colors to a layer of steel and the rope that was held taut in the center of it falls split what happened would you what oh his friends are dead people die if we can you're a loot player you're used to it i'm not used to it i don't know what i'm doing it's okay my only friends you have us now is that how friends work i think okay if the portal's gone, then you can't go through either, so what are you going to do? I mean, it can't be, like, permanently closed, right? It's not just forever closed. I don't... I don't <gasps> we should ask Mr. Expert. He knows. He knows everything. That's really smart. You're really smart. <laughs> okay. Um. You know what? I should probably take these with me. Cause, the skulls? Uh, yeah, because they were part of statues, and then the statues tried to kill us. I take the thing. And I just want to, like, Hamlet it, look so at it real So the skulls are, like, the size of, like, a fist, oh. typically. Okay, well, then I am fully doing the Hamlet thing. There you go. Go ahead. And I'm like, tell me your secrets. You hear... I heard... <laughs> that's all they've been saying for a while, and it's really creepy. Can we go back where there's sunlight, please? I think that's smart, yeah. Agreed. Mumps packs up the skulls and the remaining rope, and also the robe by the dead body of what we presume was the wizard. There was a dead person in here? Yeah, look around. Plenty of people have died in this room. I continue walking. <laughs> Before long, you guys make it to the shop known as Mr. Experts, run by one Mr. Expert, who you have spoken to before. Mr. Expert, it's me again. Remember me? It's Mumps. I'm trying to remember Mr. Expert's voice now. It was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Welcome to the shop of Mr. Expert. What can I give you my expert's opinion on? 
I've seen you three before, but not together. What is uh, the deal? You had two other people. My friends went through the portal, and then the portal closed. Can you help us? So you did find where the wizard went and what he had? Did yeah, you find yeah, anything he's valuable dead, or? and his statue's trying to kill us, but my friends, we're trying to find my friends. Or at least their bodies. <laughs> I remember I gave you the directions to this place with the hope that when you return, you could give me 20 gold. So my friends were actually the wealthy ones, but they disappeared. But it's okay, because I brought back... The robe of the wizard. And you're going to be a talk of the town, Mr. Expert. Don't you worry. He's taking the robe from you and is looking at it. That threat count is out of this world, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, this should suffice. Fine. This should be just fine. Folds it up super neat. That was on a dead guy. Ah, yes. Well, most things that are of value are yes, typically thank found. thank you. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> in those places. But uh, you were saying that your friends are uh, missing. It just kind of, like, turned steel or something it closed so i do recall that uh the rumor was and he leans in because whenever he's talking about rumors he leans in just the so the audience can was, see all of yeah. us leaned <laughs> into our mics <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> the rumor was that the wizard took magic from a portal into the catacombs to open a new portal to somewhere different did he have anything on him that might serve to open or close a portal or something like i mean that? he had a staff but violet took it with her through the portal are you saying Violet closed the portal? Are you are you are you saying that Violet left me behind? There's a lot that is unknown at this point. Well, you're pretty magical. Do you have any ways to open the portal? I wonder if we could do like a portal into another portal, kind of like a layover. What do you think, Mister Expert? The problem here is I don't know what your destination is. Do you? No, I don't know where my friends went. Oh, oh, would it help if I told you it's places where giant tentacle monsters live? Uh, tentacle monster is a pretty common thing in, in the endless realm of infinity. <laughs> That's very disheartening, Mr. Expert. Didn't you come here to, like, show him skulls or something? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you, person I don't know the name of yet. You're welcome. I'm Fima. <laughs> Fima, thank you. You're welcome. Mumps takes out his bag and shows five shiny black skulls. Ah, oh, peculiar. Uh, there were statues, and those were what were inside when they crumbled. Uh, good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is that... There's souls of humanoid creatures trapped in these oh, skulls. Is that good news? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's the good oh, news. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the bad news was that. <laughs> the good news, uh, we can retrieve some memories from these beings. So we just going to like crack these eggs open or what? Just just give me an hour and I'll mess with them. See what I can find out. Yeah, I got I got to go feed Durbin. So take your time, Mr. Expert. No, no, wait. We should probably stick together, right? You want to meet Durbin? Yes. Yeah, she's real friendly. You guys are going to like him a lot. Fema. Fema. F-I-Fema. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's from around here at all. Fema. Well, Mumps is kind of weird, too. I didn't say it was weird. Okay, I just said well, it was different. Sorry. It's fine. Mumps takes them across town to the stables and shows them Durbin. <laughs> Mumps picks up some hay and... Gives it to Durbin gently, and I don't know what Millsy. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, just like just like some fucking hay off the like floor off. that it could have just gotten on its own. No, it's in the stall, and I had to get it from the you know front of the stables. Okay, y'all watch Mumps feed Durbin. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably you, you get back to Mr. Expert. Mr. Expert is excited to tell you that he has had a breakthrough. Come in here, all of you will help. You, maybe not as much, but you can come in as well. He pointed directly at Malcolm Mystic. <laughs> Fucking rude. It's not anything you've done, it's just you're 
not too magical. And That's magic fine. In I do finger guns and little fireworks come out just to show off a little bit. <laughs> Please get in a circle here. And he's got this pentagram candles lit and he's drawn some shady looking stuff in chalk. And then he raises up his hand and closes his eyes and says some kind of incantation. The lights dim down to almost nothing and the five skulls in the center of the table start to give off this pale green glow. You guys all fall into a collective dream space which is a little jarring at first because you just are seeing these blurry images. A wizard who's got wrinkled skin, he's got dark, dark eyes that are always wide open and looking around as if he's Does constantly he the searching for something. That the, that he is wearing the robe, yes. Wielding a staff, insects crawling around at all times, and behind it are two creepy-looking gray creatures with sludge pouring out of their claws. The wizard is standing over you and you see him say, protect me, and your eyes gray over and everything turns dark. And then there's a flickering effect. Now you're out in the forest and the wizard does not look happy. He seems to be speaking with a large tree that has a face and he is wielding a staff, pointing it at the tree, arguing. The wizard stabs his staff into the side, basically right into the bark and there's this dazzling effect of lights drained from the tree into the staff itself. The tree's mouth opens and is left bare. It looks just like a foxhole, and the wizard takes the staff and walks away. Now you see the wizard, and he's in this dark room that you guys recognize as the room you were just in. And then you see this horrible dark being with all of these arms and legs and mouths and eyes come out of a portal and it pulls the wizard up into the air. You see the wizard's body crumple. The robe falls with a plop to the ground and there's nothing left in it. And the weird monstery thing that you can't even tell what it looked like or what form it took retreats back through the portal and vanishes. You guys collectively snap out of it feeling weird. So your friends are definitely dead. <laughs> Would you stop being so mean? You don't know. Mr. Expert, I saw a bunch of things, and I don't know what they mean. Yeah, Mr. Expert's just kind of smiling at all of you. So? Well, that was cool, but what mean? Uh, what mean many things. (laughs) (laughs) There's something very scary that I have never heard of where your friends went. They may have died. Thank you. There's as much possibility that they're alive, though. 50-50? So. Is that what you're telling me? Give it to me in terms I can understand, Doc. Now, the good news is the tree, which is known as an awakened tree. Is the tree a portal? It, yes, it seems to be. And it also is able to communicate, which means that could be a way to get to your friends. Does it hurt the tree if we take the magic? Well, I think what we're going to be trying to do is give the magic back. Oh. And I have a way to do that right here in the shop which is going to cost some gold. Sweet. How, how much are we talking? Well, for a limited time, the deluxe Into the Void package, uh-huh. which includes winter coats for everybody in case you're going somewhere a little chilly, mm-hmm. unbreakable chain. It's not unbreakable, but it is magically fortified. It's a thin golden chain. It's false and advertising. Not only that, but... Mm-hmm. And this is perhaps the most rare thing in the store, and it's called Nature's Heart. And he's got this glowing green thing with vines twisted over it. But there's also metal casings as well, so it's kind of this weird uh, nature and metal construct meets together with a spike on the side of it. And he says, this should revive the tree or give its magic properties back. And all you do is just stab it right into the tree. So, 
this deluxe package can be yours for a total of 530 gold. Oh, oh. that's it? You got a deal. Fima and Mumps yeah, looked at each other with dropped. like drop and just kind of like, huh, what, huh, what? So you just put a sack of coins on the table? And- yeah, <laughs> we're gonna whatever, it's close enough. Are you a princess too? No. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of gold. I was just curious. That was a lot of gold. How'd you get that? Was it? Yeah. You, know, you just you save, you cut back on a few things, you eat out less. Adds up. Well, if you need any more assistance, uh, the experts will be here. Otherwise, I wish you luck. Try not to die. Uh, that's it. Mumps drags his companions out the door. Mumps is ready to go save his friends. Let's do this. So we're, so we all getting on that donkey or like? I, I, we, yeah. I okay, mean, I'll, I'll ride the donkey. Don't worry. I'll save you the trouble. Well, I was going to say my looks are pretty short. So we can he... skip. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You guys could totally do that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Okay. There's also a, a wagon, but. Oh, right. I forgot we had a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> we get like halfway down the road and he like stops and he's like oh shit <laughs> you know what? it's fine <laughs> yeah I shouldn't lose that Violet is gonna be mad tell us about your friends I was gonna play at Violet's wedding but she ran away and um I was kinda on my way out and she hid in my wagon and that's how we found each other but also her friend Havilar was coming and Havilar is uh big and scary but also my friend and uh, Havilar's a dragon, Gordon, and uh, Violet is an elf. Yeah, you know, we've been having a pretty good time for the most part. You look really uncomfortable, Malcolm, mister. What's wrong? Mm, no, nothing. No, everything's fine. Did I say something wrong? No, you're good. No? No, you're good. Okay. Hey, do we, do, we, do we have to save your friends? Well, yeah. Like all, like all of them. All two of them? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to help someone? It's fine. No. That's not an answer. No, that's You're fine. You're hiding things from us. No. <laughs> okay, I cast Zone of Truth. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, what's the save on that? Charisma. Ooh, okay. Mm, that's an eight. Yeah, you don't, you don't save. So what this means is you can't tell any lies. But you can also answer in weird ways that you're not lying. What are you hiding from us, Malcolm, Mister? Uh, oh, a lot. That seemed that seemed real. <laughs> do you have information about the tree, Malcolm, Mister? I absolutely do not. Do you have information about the middle plane, Malcolm, Mister? I want to go there. Do you have information about my friends, Malcolm, Mister? Uh, we're engaged. How did you propose? That's so cute. Oh, I didn't. It's called an arranged marriage. It's oh. a kind of like a, a whole like. Political. Do you know politics? So all that stuff I said about the wedding and her escaping on my wagon. You, you, you didn't know none about that because uh, I snuck out. You both ditched your own wedding. Yeah. Whoa, that's so cool. Convenient. Then it's a really? happy ending for everybody. Is it? No, because Violet might be dead. Are you a prince? Uh, yeah. That's why you have so much money. How did you escape the banishing of the castle? Huh? Yeah, because when we escaped and we just got across the bridge and the whole castle disappeared like 10 minutes after we got so, out. So, hang on. What you're saying is n- no one's after me. I mean... Was Vela's family in the castle? Yeah. And my family was in, in the, the castle. castle. So everyone's dead. You don't no, know that. No, there are no, Mr. Expert said, said they were just in, transported to a different place and that they're not dead, but that's why we have to go through the portal because we thought maybe they were going through the portal and this is so great because now if we go through the portal we might find your family 
only two. Mm, great. That sucks. I wasn't expecting that answer. Not everyone's families are nice. And right before Zone of Truth wears out, Thema looks at Malcolm and goes, are we friends? Oh. Ouch. If it's any consolation, I asked Havilar if we were friends. And Havilar responded in the same way. And I think that even if you're not friends now, you might be friends later. Just spend some more time together and maybe, you know, go on adventures together. And I think you're going to grow to like each other. Okay. I'm running away. You guys follow the directions carefully, and before long, you reach this large, magnificent-looking tree with vines twisted all around it, and in the center of it looks as if there's kind of like a mouth, but right now it looks pretty dead. I mean, that looks like the thing that we're supposed to stab with the thing. It is a very face-like tree, for sure. Mumps wastes no time. He picks up the heart of whatever, and he stabs the tree Glove, glove! So you stab right in, and the green light starts to flow over the tree and and all through the roots. The mouth starts to close back into its normal position. Hello, tree person, are you there? The tree's eyes open from the wrinkly bark and it says, it's very quiet. Put my ear next to his lips and say, say it again. Protect me. You guys hear a, a little snap in the twig behind you. When you turn 60 feet away from you is this crowd of creepy looking people. They seem to be elvish, but it's hard to tell because their skin is unnaturally pale. Many of them are cloaked in dark black and red robes. There are two that stick out from the rest. There's one that's larger. His robes don't cover his head or his arms, and he's got huge muscles and he brandishes a large battle axe glowing with red light. Just a couple paces behind him is a tall, skinny, hooded figure, but his eyes are glowing bright red, and as he looks at you, both of his arms go down to his sides and light a flame. How many are there in number? Behind those two are eight others, which in stature look like regular men and women. Some of them are wielding daggers or other weapons. I think Fima bites her thumb and gets a little bit of blood on her teeth, and I cast command. Yell at the two big guys to go away! Both of them immediately turn around and begin to sprint in the other direction. <laughs> Great. I love that. Fantastic. All right, so I'm staring down eight dark-hooded pale people. They're drawing out their weapons as well, looking mean. Yeah, the next person that I attack, I have true strike that I'm can-tripping. Can-tripping on. Uh, I'm just going to fucking shoot one of them with my short bow. 15 total, 7 damage. Takes the arrow right up near the chest and falls to one knee, but seems to be still capable of fighting. Mm. The rest of them look around confusedly. Confusedly. I, I didn't pick a new word, I just repeated the word that I, I'm dedicated to it. The one that's got an arrow in his chest is going to throw a fireball at the firer of that arrow. Oh, that's rude. Why didn't you hide? I'll be fine. That's not how rogues work. But you barely have to duck your head out of the way. The thing was going to miss you anyways. And it, and it... <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then I guess I'll just throw one at each of you guys. I have fire resistance. Ooh, that will be helpful if I hit you. I critted you. Oof. Oh. Fuck. Oh. oh, but I have a... Wait. So I do have a thing. I can make a crit, not a crit. I know. I saw that, actually. Sentinel at death store. I think it's you or anybody within 30 feet of you. You can turn a crit into a normal hit. You can do that up to your wisdom times a day. Right. Yeah. You're, yeah. That, you memorized really quickly. That's great. I'm, I still know I am quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wag my finger at him. Stop uh, it. Uh, uh, the fireball is uh, heading uh, straight uh, for your face. You say, ah, uh, ah, uh, and, uh, and it just kind of hits you in the side. <laughs> <laughs> One damage after your resistance to fire. Uh, yes. Nice. 
from what could have been a crit. All right. So one stays 30 feet away and is going to actually throw a dagger towards Fimma. Mm -hmm. And you duck out of the way and it hits the tree. It hurts a little bit for the tree. The rest of them are going to run as far as they can get. They actually only run 45 feet and they draw daggers. And the two that are on the left have a scimitar piece. How close are they to me? Uh, the closest ones are 15 feet away from you. Okay, I guess I move up first. And I'm all like, right, hey, you guys. can hop between yeah. all three of them. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'm going to use Word of Radiance. It's a cantrip. Um, I utter a divine word. I don't have one prepared, so I'm just going to say divine word. Okay. And then they must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 damage. All right, left to right. Here we go. Eating 15. I got a failure, mm -hmm. a success, mm -hmm. and a failure. Okay. And then, um, like, black smoky tendrils come out, and then it just kind of circles around their head and goes in their ears. Gnarly. Four damage each. And that puts it at Mumps' turn. Yeah, great. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Attack number six. The one on the right. I nat one, but that's okay, because I have advantage, because I did true strike. <laughs> ah. Crazy. And that's going to get me up to 22. You're golden with that one. For the first stab, he swats it away. I do my little spin. I come back and go straight through the right eye with the rapier. Where his eye should have been pierced and bleeding. Instead, it pops in this flame, and then the guy crumbles down into ash. I'm just going to stand my ground and hope the best. I am going to cast Mold Earth and just drop number five into a hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Doesn't cause damage, but now they're just kind of down. <laughs> They just fall five feet down. You, got you made him around. a grave. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's good. So uh, this guy that's in front of Mumps starts sinking, and he right. looks around a little confused, and then that makes dirt barrier in front of Mumps there. And then I'm going to go behind the tree and hide. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the two people that sprint in the other direction <laughs> turn back towards everybody, and uh, the big guy looks angrier than he did really before. You really got to work on that. Sorry. Ah, boom, 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 boom. And he makes it to uh, where he was originally. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The other one runs up a little bit more slowly. There's uh, two up close engaged with you two. One of which is in a hole. The one that's closest to Fima is going to attack her with a scimitar. You take three slashing damage as the scimitar finds its way right under your arm and, and slashes through your side there. The other one... Oh, wait. There's a thing that I can do, I think. Oh, yeah. I want to do that. Hellish Rebuke? I, I, I turn around and her eyes get kind of like dark for a second. She goes, that hurt! And flames that are black come out of her mouth and it hits him. His face starts to turn to ash and the rest of his body follows. I just want to say that the black flame really complements her bubblegum pink skin. It really works. That's all mm -hmm. I want to say. For those of you following along at home, numbers four and six are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is in a hole. Eight, eight. The ones that are 30 feet away continue their approach. The tall one in the back shouts, Target the tree! Is that Fireman or Axeman? Fireman. I gave these guys names. There's <laughs> Fireman and Axeman. Some firebolts get hurled at the tree itself. I got a crit. Oh, oh, oh I'm making that not a crit. Does that cost a reaction to do that? Um, it is. I can't do it. You're correct. Can't oh, do it. Fuck. No. I try, but I, I, I just yelled, so my voice isn't. A little hoarse. Yeah. Ooh. Your voice cracks. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. It hits it in one of the eyes. The tree it's is vulnerable. Horrible. So it takes 38 damage. Oh, 
Oh my god. So did we did we just lose D and D? Is the this tree, how you lose D and D? The tree is still with you, but it's 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 in rough shape. Oh. And half of the tree goes up in flames. Fuck. I'm squirming in my seat. This is so terrifying. There's another bolt deflects off. It doesn't actually deal any damage. Crazy new. And the last one is going to fire a shot at Finn. I smack it away with my tail. How does the tree look? Like, how bad does it look? It looks bad. It looks like a tree yeah. that's fucking <laughs> on it's... fire. I move towards the tree. All right. I know. They're going to both hit me. Swing. One of them swings and misses uh-huh. as you run off. Uh, the other one, as you turn your back, is going to take a little slash at you with a scimitar. Mm-hmm. You also feel a burning sensation in your back. Mm-hmm. Five slashing damage and two fire damage. But you get away and you run up to the tree. I am going to cast Cure Wounds at third level on the tree. So you put your hand right over his yeah, eye, I, I, right into the flame, which mm-hmm. you can resist, and you cast your spell. Shows. 19 healing. 19 total? Okay. Aren't you glad I did a cleric? Yes. <laughs> and I pet his eye, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, tree. It's okay. Uh, we'll the flames mostly sputter out. When you remove your hand, some of the natural moss has grown where you left your hand. Plus, they've got a sick eye patch. Yeah, yeah. flower eye patch. Yeah, perfect. I'm just going to try and... Fuck some shit up. Do so it. as we recall, numbers one, two, three, five, and seven are 15 <laughs> feet away from me, yes? Yep. How could I forget? I use my <laughs> third level spell slot to cast Thunder Wave. Oh, what, do you like strum your loot real hardcore? You play a, Thunderstruck? I strike a power chord doing that upswing you see that guy from the Who do. There you go. So both of them next to you fail. The force of the Thunder Wave just blows them into ash. Okay. The one that's behind them succeeds. Barely kicking. Yeah, yeah. So he flies backwards. See Ash fling off of his forearms as he's holding him out in front of him. Just like X-Men 3 over here. And uh, <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. He's going to run up to the tree here and be like, don't hurt my tree. So you guys are surrounding the tree. You're back there to guard it from the rear. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Definitely. Thousand percent. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to poke my head out and loosen arrow at firearms. Okay. Or this way, fireman. He's a fireman. So you're super sneaky. He doesn't spot you. I get sneak attack damage. Nice. So that's pretty good. All right, so I got two sixes, a four and a five. So that is math. 21. And then plus another five. Nice. He's hit right in his heart. Hey, fuck you. The tides have turned. He cries out and you see a burst of flame from where the arrow entered. The caster locks eyes with you. That's always so awkward when that happens. <laughs> I'm just going to scoot back and uh, hide again. The berserker. He runs up. He lowers a shoulder, and he attempts to slam Thimma. I'm just a kid. He hits you, and your back goes into the tree, but you are strong enough that you shove back, and he's right in front of you. Ready you to swing, weirdo. but you don't take any damage. One of them is going to find a big old root and try and swing at it, but the root is actually going to attack first. Yes. Yes, oh, tree. Go tree. So I, I rolled a I rolled a one on this. Oh, no. oh, come on. Tree, get your shit together. The root lifts up its heavy form and swings. The cultist seeing this drops to the ground and the root goes right over it and it snaps. And when it snaps, oh, come on. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. Oh. On an odd number, it'll hit one of the other enemies. On an even number, it'll hit one of you two. Even is bad. What did you get? What did we get? That's, that's a two. The root which was trying to attack this cultist is actually going to strike mumps. Okay, that's cool. How Fire. you feeling? I'm I'm okay. okay. I mean, I'm not 
It Not hurts. great. <laughs> the root drags back along the ground. Dejectedly, a little bit embarrassed. Another cultist swings a scimitar at one of the roots, but he's pointing the wrong direction with his blade. He's a little disoriented. Uh-huh. So he just kind of like bonks it? Yeah. <laughs> he hits it with the other side, and it bounces out of his hand and flies behind him oh, onto the oh, ground. I feel bad for him. He's cute. No, he's, can we keep him? No. <laughs> he kind of turns around and goes for his scimitar, and he's crushed by the root that was... <laughs> Not only did he critically fail his scimitar attack, he was critically crushed to death (laughs) by the tree. This guy who pushed me up against the tree, we're still in contact, right? Yes. I could do Thunder Wave again. I'm like elbow in elbow with Fima there. But you're tinier, so it's like elbow to booty. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just do the spell real quick. Through my legs. (laughs) (laughs) That's a failure. I'm rolling for the Berserker. That's a failure as well. Great. Three failures. Look at you. Two, three, and Berserker. That's so good. 4d8 damage, here we He's come. Got his loot ready to go again. 17. Ooh. Hey! Alright, so the two little guys are obliterated. Dead. The big guy is still kicking. He's definitely bloody. Oh, uh, you still have your bonus action. Yes. And you know what is a bonus action? Bardic inspiration! <laughs> Which I will cast and give to Fima. Hey, thanks. Wait, how do you do that, though? Just like I give a little wink with a nice little. <laughs> For uh, those listening, his eye twitched at the exact same uh, frequency That's of true. the notes. Yeah, it, was, it was horrible to watch. It was only one, so he was winking really fast. And then the berserker is going to run forward, and Mumps, he's got a real scary look in his eye. Don't I know it. He's going to hit you with a reckless attack. Oh, this not going to go well. Shrugs off okay. a little piece of armor and he just swings with all of his might at you. so small. Such a small guy. Nine slashing damage. Oh, yeah, okay. And you feel a burn of seven fire damage as it slices into your chest. So I'm down to two hit points oh, is what no. you're telling me? Damn. <laughs> hey, you good? As you like rear back from your damage, Mumps, you see the tree opens its one remaining eye and there's this green glow that begins to spread from its eye and over the rest of the tree and it puts out the flame that was at the top of the oh. tree. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. Cool, because I was going to toss some holy water on that shit next turn if that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, so my friend's kind of hurt. Kind so of. I am going to like lean over and be like, hey, it's okay, and kind of like pet his head and cast Cure Wounds at second level. Roll your healingness. 19 is healed to you. Nice. Um, and then as a bonus action, I want to cast Spiritual Weapon. It's a mace, but the top part of it is like a flower. She's going to attack this dude here. Axe man. Mm-hmm. So the berserker turns in time to see a spiritual weapon appear. Smashing his fucking yeah. face. Sorry, but you kind of deserve that. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, hey there. Hi there. Ho there. I step out. I'm telling big man to get in the hole. With I'm making with a hole. Co- oh. oh. And making him get in it. I thought Is you were saying get in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you popped out and cast your spell, fireman oh, no. hurled a firebolt oh, at no. you. Oh, no. Ah, uh, that is uh, that is almost half my health. Were we recording when we said how much he had? Guys! <laughs> Stay hidden! This sucks! <laughs> so the berserker sinks uh, five feet into the dirt. Is and he's still, still out? He's still like <laughs> he's still like two feet out of the dirt and, and he's looking up at you, but he's just as mad as he was a minute ago. Hey, hey, hopping back, um them roots? Oh, are the, are, are the roots down to party? Are they five feet under did as I well? Just, did I just make a shitty blender? The berserker is in the dirt, ready to swing at the feet of his enemies. When he suddenly feels something weird underneath him, 
he stabs the hilt of his axe into the hole and pulls himself up. Push him back down. He's got thorns all over him. He's got holes in him. Does that get a, an attack of opportunity from our friend over here? He's in a hole. Let's give Mumps a swing. Hey, an opportunity hey. attack. Hey. With my rapier. This berserker is going down. He comes out of the hole unscathed just to see me waiting there. And I am going straight for his heart. Let's so see how like we do it, angle. folks. Oh, uh, hey, just a reminder, he <laughs> reckless attacked last time, so you get advantage. That's true. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Because I rolled a three that first time. Don't want that. <laughs> I got you, babe. And this time it was 18. <laughs> you stab him right through the gut. Uh, I use my bonus action um, to have my spiritual weapon come oh, and hit yeah. this guy. Oh, yeah, your mace is still chilling there. Mm-hmm, Go mm-hmm. for it. Your flower mace comes down at the back of his head. It busts it open into ash, which showers over the two of you. Well, you know what happens then. <laughs> Mumps vomits <laughs> into the conveniently placed hole. That's in front of him. <laughs> he's, he's looking for somewhere to do it. Yeah. And then I am going to point at the fire dude and cast Toll the Dead. He fails his saving throw. Seven, and I'm going to add the inspiration die that you gave me earlier. There's this bell that rings, and you see a wave hit him, and he looks over at it, and it destroys him. And his ash just kind of flies off in every direction. We should talk to the trees. The tree still looks uh, exhausted. Tree, are you okay? Thank you. (laughs) I've never met a talking tree before, so. Tree, we're looking for a portal. We need your help. Are you a portal, or do you know where one is? The wizard took the magic from this place, used it to open a gate to darkness. I can feel my magic trapped in the wizard's staff. An elf wields it now, a woman. She's alive! Vale, it's alive! Shit. I may be able to open the way to maintain the portal. I may need protection. There are many enemies of the ancient magic. I'll stay. I'm going to start digging holes. (laughs) (laughs) My friends are in danger, and I need my help. We're going through the portal! Um, I'll heal you one more time and you go. I'll find another way, okay? I'm I'm going into the portal alone, then. Just don't die, and... Maybe come back sometime. Mumps impulsively hugs the both of them because he's Mumps and that's what he does. She hugs back really hard and... And it looks like Malcolm <laughs> Mister recoils. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. Can you feed Durbin while I'm gone? Yes! Yes. The awakened tree opens its mouth wide and inside is that same dark void as before. You got the deluxe into the void it's kit. True. It would it would be a waste not to use it. <laughs> deluxe or nothing, baby. <laughs> Mumps puts on the winter clothing. He ties the unbreakable chain around his waist. Has them secure the anchor next to the portal. Goodbye, guys. And walks through. That was fun. I'm gonna come back and there's gonna be a goddamn dirt castle. <laughs> hey, could I get my special guests to roll the number for next week? Hell yeah. yeah. Nah, is that a 98. six or a nine? That's a 98. 98. Huh. Hey, how fucked are they? <laughs> yeah, I got I got to know. Yeah, I do. I can know. show you guys I okay, guess cool. before you leave. Please. Oh great. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had a good time. Hey everybody at home, thank you so much for listening to Roll For It episode six. Let's find out what happens to Mumps and the others in this weird place next week. 
with whatever the 98 is that they rolled. Bye. Hey, DM Jake here. I hope you enjoyed our first ever special guest character episode. If you love meeting new characters, uh, you're in luck because each season we've got a brand new cast. Of course, that doesn't mean you're not going to hear more from Mumps, Vela, and Havilar because they are a huge part of our story and they are all over our social media presence and our bonus content. Find all of that using the link in our episode description. The monster of this episode was the Awakened Tree. It was not the flaming cultists. And that monster is also what you would say if you just really hated generous trees. Away, kind tree. I guess it's pronounced weird, but if you hate my puns, if you love my puns, let me know on Instagram. I hate them. I do. I promise. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.